0: Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're off and rolling here on Thursday on The Block. Thanks for being with us here on 93.7 The Ticket. We're into this story first, Strick. Um, the ultra-marathoner who got caught being in a car. Um, never denied it. Nothing like that. Um, but... Her name is uh, Josiah Zeshevski I'm gonna say mm-hmm. um, it's a 50 mile Manchester to Liverpool uh, ultra marathon mm-hmm. um, overseas. She finished third in her uh, in her division in this ultra marathon got a trophy for it 50 miles in just under seven and a half hours. Mm. Her team ended up finishing uh, second and third so the person on her team finished just ahead of her um, no prize money or anything but the the race. Posted a couple days later that uh, some of the the results had been updated. Okay. They caught this lady because they have to upload their their watch data to a certain website, to a database, just to make sure everything's on the up and up. Right. When this lady uploaded her data for these, like, two and a half miles, it showed uh, that she ran a mile or had moved a mile in under two minutes with a heart rate of 90 beats per minute. Okay. That ain't right. So someone's like, hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, that's really low. right? This is
0: fishy. Right. Um. So she got an interview, and this lady said she got lost on the course, which I feel like would be very hard to do. I feel like they would mark it very well. Uh-huh. Um, she began limping, said she had a sore leg. Uh, so a friend drove by, picked her up, and took her to the next checkpoint. This is all her story. So okay. there's that. And then she says, uh, well, I was going to quit. I was going to withdraw. Uh, but people there said, oh, you won't you won't forgive yourself if you back out of the race. Right. So she claims she ran the rest of the race non-competitively. And when she saw her teammates, she tried to stay far enough back to let her teammate win. The people that organized the marathon are like eh, no. "No, fishy. Mm-hmm. Is that the worst way you could possibly cheat in a sporting event?
1: Um, again, I, I, I think that is bad. let's just let's just make that but in 2015 i found it oh you found it something worse 2015 famous cyclist is an article famous cyclist was disqualified for hitching a ride on a car during a race oh boy uh vincenzo nibali uh didn't just cheat is here's what the article says he cheated in the silliest stupidest most obvious way possible. This cannot be overstated. In 2014 Tour de France, the 2014 Tour de France winner was racing in the Vuelta, uh, Vuelta a España when he realized he had to get back on the Peloton after a crash. His team did what they thought was necessary, have him hold on onto the support car and gain some ground. <laughs> there you go.
0: Blatant cheating. So my man's just on his bike holding on to a car that's driving him. Blatant cheating. <laughs> that's insane.
1: The winner. Winner. 2014 winner. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah.
0: See to me, stuff like this, when you get in a car and get pulled, whether you're, you know, biking in this story, whether you're running in the one that I shared, to me, that's the worst because you're, you're not doing something. Yeah. As I think of other examples, like baseball comes to mind, right? You have, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s, you know, the steroid era. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know exactly what it is steroids do to you. I've never taken them. But I get that, you, you know, you bulk up, you get bigger, um, you can recover faster. I, I get the general science behind it. But you still got to hit the ball. Mm-hmm. You still got to have the hand-eye coordination. You still got to, you know, make good enough contact. To get at least close enough. So, yes, it's cheating. But to me, that's not as bad as hopping in a car. That <laughs> that you're part. supposed to be running.
1: I still I agree with you. And and I still say to this day that um, baseball players don't get as much credit as they should. As being, well, you did it. As being yeah. premier athletes. And I truly mean that. I think one of the hardest things to do in sports is to put a round bat on a round ball at a distance. That's not crazy far Mm -mm. to be able to pick up where it's release point is, what type of pitch it is, where it's going or sliding to or moving to in a Mm -hmm. split second. I still think that's one of the hardest things to do and they must get great. So even more why I back up your your situation. Yes, you can get bigger. You can get bulkier. Um, but if you, don't, if you can't tell what type of pitch is coming? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how bulky and how strong you are. It doesn't help you to do that. You know what I'm saying? And, but it, it's still a part of the, of the process of cheating. But
0: you're right. I don't think it's at the highest of levels. And it doesn't help you in the field. No. You know, for the same reason. The type of cheating that I would say is almost worse because I think it more directly and consistently impacts the game is what Major League Baseball just cracked down on in the last few years, the sticky stuff for pitchers. Mm -hmm. And I understand that pitchers are unhappy with how slick the baseballs have been and Major League Baseball needs to do a better job at making sure, you know, pitchers have control of the baseball because as fast as these guys are throwing and like you were just saying, as close as they are as little time as hitters have to react, yeah, you have to make the baseball and, you know, being a pitcher as safe as possible for the batter because they have so little time. yeah. But what we saw is pitchers went overboard, right, with the rosin, the sunscreen, the pine tar. That's so sticky, and they got even more of an advantage than they needed from the sticky stuff. yeah. So I get that, you know, steroids are the big scandal really in baseball history since, you know, the 1919 Chicago Black Sox and their gambling. But to me, the sticky stuff has so much more of a tangible impact, you know, on a pitch-to-pitch basis than steroids ever did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I,
1: I I like that um, that um, an, you know analogy. Um, I, I I it's crazy that there's so many references to the the freaking uh, Tour de France. <laughs> yeah, that I found. And it's so crazy. I, I think this one is kind of it's weird i don't even know how you pull it off i don't even think you can pull it off today especially with cameras and all the stuff that you do but in 1963 there was a uh, a switcheroo so in the tour de france you're not supposed to change drivers i mean you could do that in you know uh, you know you, these long race cars okay. and stuff i don't ever think that's a cheating situation i think when you get into race car driving it's your weight limits and you're doing something at the last minute to cheat your weight limits. But they check that pretty well. They're pretty thorough on that. Mm-hmm. But, the, but in 1963, uh, Jacques, Acu, uh, Acutel, um, is a man that comes, mm-hmm. um, to mind as far as tour history, where, um, he's a legendary writer. Uh, he bent the rules a little bit and they switched. He, he ends up switching with someone else, uh, a little switcheroo move, and uh, ends up winning. So hmm. uh, there's a lot of that stuff going on. I mean, there's there's more out there. But the one that I think I was really dumbfounded by was the Shakari Richardson one. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, let's get into that. <laughs> so so listen, it, the rules are the rules. I'm not going to be one to say breaking the rules, but I'm, I'm like that kind of suspension, especially in track and field, um, I can understand if it was coke. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I, Gives could, you a jittery, a I, buggy. I can understand if it was coke. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Let's go.
1: You know what I'm saying? I can understand, but Indonesia, that one right there, I don't know because it's so important to have reaction time. Reaction time. This is why. Um, dang, what's her name? Um, Jamaican. The the the, the one that won it. Um. Um. Not. Um, ooh, what is her name? She's married. Short. They call her a pocket rocket. Um, Shelly so,
0: Ann Fraser Price.
1: Shelly Ann Fraser Price. That's what her advantage is. Her advantage is her ability to get off at the start and maintain, you know, strength throughout the the course of the race. Mm-hmm. Whereas, being that that's the case and how important that is. I don't think weed is, is the thing that's going to help you in that instance.
0: Especially as a sprinter. Exactly. When you got to listen for that gun. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah,
0: That's why you brought up, too. Well, I, I said during the break, I feel like when we talk about, you know, weed in sports, it, a lot of the conversation comes to basketball and to football. We don't hear about it a lot in baseball. And you brought some interesting stuff in my mind on that front. Yeah, I
1: mean, it, it, it actually happens more than you, you 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 would think. Now, I think it could be a help. Some people would beg to differ. Soderhamen text line, you guys are always one to jump in the conversation. 402-464-5685, you're welcome to. I'm going to throw a different twist on it, Austin. Awesome. My twist on it is this. I think Indonesia could slow the process down, meaning being able to see the pitches – a little bit like like there there there's something about it that brings clarity sometimes you know, where you're able to just kind of see the things process a little bit slower, a little bit differently. The, the like, game I mean, slows down. for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of NBA guys, because the speed of the game is so fast that it just kind of slows everything down. Coming off a of pick and roll, kind of you, you, you're able to kind of see things kind of develop a little bit slower. And then you're able to just kind of get in and get into your thing because the thing about shooting, about um, uh, um, free throws, the thing about um, reaction times and coming off and making the right plays is all about seeing it develop the better you can see the multifacetedness of the defense and the movements and so forth is how you can make the best of the plays that's why I think some people do it now I think in baseball it would be the reaction time of dropping that that head to the ball Mm -hmm. you know that maybe could be a little bit of lacking but seeing it off the fingers you know I can see the possibility of why baseball players would want to you know on a little bit in those now I, I I that's something I think if I remember correctly in the article they didn't they didn't te- they don't test um unless the test is not done unless it's like say you got busted by the cops uh driving down the highway and we was in your car then they test you
0: mm.
1: so otherwise like in basketball for even my time I think I don't know if it's changed um, I remember that we only got tested when we showed up. If you're a veteran, if you're a veteran, uh, you only got tested when you showed up for training camp. Everybody gets hit. Uh, if you got clipped with a with with a dirty with a dirty test, then you get random. Mm. Rookies, regardless of the situation, got random. That's kind of how it was when I was coming through. I don't know if that CBA has changed on that look. Um, I think and then. It was quiet, like your first one, if you got clipped, and then it kind of starts to escalate, and you got to go into this, and by the time you get, starts getting suspended, so forth and so on. Um, but Josh Gordon, I, I'm like, my boy. <laughs> Josh Gordon, my boy, boy, so talented, so much promise. That weed, I, come on, and then you come on TV, and you come on national TV, oh, uh, Stephen A., he, he got to look out, look out for what? Weed! <laughs> that part. I, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, dang, my boy, you just, just, just for a moment, just Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams left football he's like, man, I can't smoke. hmm. <laughs> man, I, I like smoke, man. I can't smoke, <laughs> man. I mean, that's how Ricky was on, right? Yeah, yeah. Your doggone. Uh, Randy Gregory. <laughs> Randy Gregory. I mean, as an edge rusher, like a sprinter, you need that get off. Gosh. Uh, but the opportunities just keep being afforded to him. I mean, bless, bless to them. And then the, one of the greatest names of all time. See, you think, you think, you think you're young enough. You think that they called him the chief because he was just the captain of the team, Robert Parish of the old Boston okay, Celtics. Yep. You you thought you just they just called him the chief?
0: I honestly didn't know that was his nickname. But all for the sake of argument, yes, I think Robert they called the, him the Chief, chief. chief. Mm-hmm. Parish because he's just that good. That that captain right? of that team, yes. Robert, like the Chief, the Leaf, mm-hmm. parish.
1: That's why they called him the Chief. You know what I'm saying? Chief, like they got a guy out, there's a rapper, his name was Chief Keef. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's why he got the Chief. But anyway, um, a lot of cats in the NBA, I don't care how long you go back, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he finally admitted it. He came out and said, you know what, it, it helped my body and knees. There is some medicinal purposes to it. Uh that, you know, Al Harrington, if you mm-hmm. go look at him, Al Harrington, my teammate, the one that we just showed on the clip, <laughs> uh getting the eyeball sandwich. sandwich.
0: Um uh, Quentin Richardson, Steven Jackson, yeah, the podcast. Yeah, they have it. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So there 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 are some purposes and I will say that um there are times when um I would go out to Vegas and I would return with um they had this ointment, this C B D knee ointment. And when I was refereeing, and when I tell you that I have slight arthritis in the knees, I wouldn't feel nothing. Mm-hmm. I could referee five, six, seven games in a day and be good. Mm-hmm. So I know there's some there's some good things to it, some good qualities to it. You know, um, I think people need to figure out how to use and tax it. You know, it's 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 a it's an industry. If you tax it, then the underground, the black market part of it goes down right um the street value loses its savor. so then you know you're able to kind of monitor it tax it make money your economies Mm -hmm. can can thrive off of it if you use it for the right purposes and you see these shops all over the place
0: now they're they're everywhere you know there's one right up the street you know what i mean you might not have a number and that's fine but i'm just curious from what you recall what percentage Of athletes, whether any athlete you knew, any sport, if they would have been pushing for, you know, less testing or, you know, for the rules to be relaxed when it came to marijuana specifically or CBD, whatever that, you know, whatever you want to use, what percentage of them would have done that for the recreational purposes and which, which percentage for, you know, medicinal?
1: Oh, well, that's a tough one, Austin. But just on a guesstimation purpose, I could say sixty forty for recreational and maybe forty for medicinal. Okay, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really, the only difference is is just the THC levels. You know, mm-hmm. the THC is what takes you beam you up like Scotty, right? Uh, the THC not Scotty Pippen or not Scotty Pippin. No, 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 okay. no. <laughs> but that's what that's what takes you that that's what takes you up there. Um, you remove the THC, then you have you know, a lot of the CBD and the medicinal aspects mm-hmm. and, you know, other people's find ways to 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 get around it. Like, for example, like you we talked about Florida, uh, it is not legal there, but they have what they call Delta nine and Delta eight. All they re- do, all they all they do is remove small p- components out of mm-hmm. it, which creates these deltas, but it still gives you the same,
0: you know, sensations. Yeah. And such. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, happy 420, everybody. We're breaking it down in sports, the, the effects it's having. And uh, not that it's cheating, but that's how we started the segment, was an ultramarathoner who took a car ride and Tour to France people who switched <laughs> drivers. Uh, we're getting off of that for a minute. we got the shootout with Strick to play. Going back into MLB baseball, uh, some of the leaders so far. How well do you know your Major League Baseball teams and players? We'll get into that. $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings on the line, as it always is, with the shootout with Strick after this.